0: The Fat Boy Show
1: beautiful music playing this uh, amazing Tuesday morning on your number one station RX Radio I am Fatboy and you're listening to The Fatboy Show I wonder where you might be listening to The Fatboy Show from Uh, of course the majority of our listeners are located in Uganda and a good 25% of our listeners are from uh, overseas outside the country some are Ugandans that are living abroad in different places and some are even foreigners who for some reason uh, find uh, things to enjoy about The Fatboy Show (laughs) which is a Totally awesome. If you happen to be listening in from France, well, can I say to you bonjour this morning? (laughs) I hope you're having a beautiful day. And if you're one of the people who voted for Emmanuel Macron, then I guess uh, you're feeling extra happy today since uh, he was elected uh, France's president. Uh, For the second time, he just uh, won a re-election the other day And it has made him the first sitting president in 20 years to ever be re-elected He won a convincing victory over his rival Marine Le Pen Who uh, nevertheless secured uh, the highest share of the vote for a candidate uh, on the right side of the political spectrum He won by 58.55% compared to 41.45% of his closest rival which is a greater margin than a lot of people expected. I too suspected that the race was a bit close, but uh, the results show that uh, it was not. So he handily defeated his uh, rival, and he has emerged once again the president of France. So shall we say, "Viva la France" mm-hmm. uh, this Tuesday? <laughs> we'll so say that now, as a president, uh, personally, I find him to not be very impressive. But I don't know what you think about it, Olive.
0: What do you call impressive?
1: Uh, well, I, t- first of all, I don't know that hes he has very interesting ideas. Um, I do find him to be a bit goofy on the goofy side of things. Then he's uh, married to his grandmother. I
0: knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking that you're judging the man best on his <laughs> choice of wife.
1: But also, when you look at uh, his uh, foreign policy, like mm. I've not been a huge fan of how he's been handling things. You know, the, the mercenaries that he's... Uh, that were in West Africa.
0: Uh, in, in West, West Africa. Africa uh, in Mali, to, be, to uh, be precise.
1: Yes, the stance, the the fact that as a leader of a NATO country, how he's allowing the US to essentially run roughshod mm. over all the affairs of NATO, as if, yo, don't you have a spine? Don't you stand up to Washington?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, But nonetheless, uh, he does seem to be an amicable fella.
0: Yeah, given the way he won, given the margin, it means that uh, French people see something in him. And guess what? The Le Pen name has lost. This is the eighth time because this lady, her father has also tried to be president before and then herself. And number eight, they are losing.
1: Wow. Well, I mean, the moral of the story is what? Never not give to, up. Not to give up. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, I don't know. As a woman candidate, surely uh, we should be cheering her on as a, as you know, because I don't a think... A contender? Uh, I don't think France has ever had a woman president.
0: No, they have never.
1: I I, I don't think so. And isn't it uh, high time? Now, if, if it so happens that the woman running for president happens to... Uh, have uh, political views that uh, you may dislike i don't know if it may be worth it to put that aside for the sake of the greater women's agenda
0: (laughs) (laughs) you see when you say women's agenda it doesn't have to only serve women there has to be that but also as a leader of a nation you have to have policies that embody the beliefs of everyone that voted for you and even those that didn't vote for you
1: now, one of the uh, differences in their political stances, at least, uh, much of the debates during this uh, election cycle, seem to focus a lot on the future of France as a country and its, I guess, its cultural orientation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marine Le Pen uh, represents a political side that views that French culture is under assault mm-hmm. uh, from, you know, immigrants. Okay, uh, she's on the side that wants to restrict uh, the flow of immigrants. And to enforce rules against uh, wearing of burqas uh, in the public. So, meanwhile, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Macron is more like, "Hey, every, you know, diversity is our strength. let everyone mix and mingle and flow into France. It doesn't really matter." So, now, obviously, it's a controversial thing to discuss, where you might feel like it's a bit xenophobic to say that, that foreigners Muslims
0: should are, be forced not to wear their burqas. Yes.
1: Uh, Yes, you might feel like it's somehow discriminatory or unfair that you sort of push back against the cultural transformation of the country by way of the uh, flow of immigrants and so forth. Uh, But then on the other hand, isn't there something to be said about the need to preserve the culture of a country? And here's why I say this. When uh, these immigrants go to France and to Europe and any Western nation... Uh and they go in there and then they take their cultures with them mm-hmm. uh, and expect those cultures to be respected. Guess what? At the end of the day, those immigrants still have a home country to go back to they <laughs> can go back to that many of them are even more attached to than France. So a lot of these European countries essentially are places where they just go to make money or and then go back and, and then go back to home. their countries. They're countries that are uniquely and distinctly theirs, uh, fully embodying their culture and in some cases their religion. So imagine being a Muslim immigrant in France and you're saying, oh, the French are discriminating against me. I can't wear my burqa in public. And yet you come from a country and you're happy to come from a country where it's a islamic state
0: <laughs> actually you're happy to come from a country where um let's say when the french visit will not be allowed to move around without yes a french
1: bur- a french woman in saudi arabia will not be allowed to walk around without a burqa. exactly and so, yet when the french say well your women can't wear burqas, then all of a sudden country, you say racism
0: it's a double standard to me. But you see, France is one of those countries I know in Europe that are quite receptive when it comes to religion. There are many Muslims there. Is it partly because they colonize the countries that are predominantly Muslim, let's say like in Africa?
1: I think uh, many Western countries have that issue where many of the countries that were their former colonies, that people from those countries then come to the home country, the the colonial country. Uh, And, you know, the UK has seen this happen. And, of course, France is no exception. And, uh, you know, with many Francophone countries spread across the world, you know, France is attractive to immigrants from these countries uh, who are seeking uh, better opportunities. But again, I say, in my opinion, like, let's say you are a proponent of diversity. Is diversity best implemented through a melting pot policy or a policy where you allow everyone to be distinctly different and that is the diversity rather than forcing everyone together to create a melting pot why not allow for french people to be french whatever that may mean because shouldn't it mean something to say that something is french uh in the same way that when we say something is malian or iranian in our heads it means something so if you tell me something is iranian i'm thinking it's iranian but if, but if you it, tell me something is french and now that is supposed to mean it could be anything because there's africans in france there's arabs in france there's lebanese in france there's all that. so that being french can now mean anything
0: but when you allow other cultures to enter into your land you can't really tell them you can come in but then leave some of your cultures behind like you said people migrate to these countries but they are still at Attached to where they come from so what am i saying can't the french just embrace everyone that is in the country because it doesn't make them you less look at the french. french
1: the french national soccer team is mm-hmm. almost entirely african
0: and that is not the problem of the africans on the team no 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 why Af- aren't the french people joining the national team the caucasian ones
1: so the thing is okay so quite obviously the african players though the african french players mm-hmm. are better than the white ones And that's fine. That's a fair argument that they are better and so we want to win. Yes. But on the other hand, uh, don't you risk having a situation where it almost feels like hiring mercenaries uh, (laughs) to fight your army? Do you know what I mean? Like they
0: stand before the world and say, this is the national army, but they don't look anything like the country. So
1: how would you feel if, like, remember when, uh, just look at South Africa where their rugby team predominantly used to be whites, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And then a lot of the native South Africans, the blacks, felt like, but this team doesn't feel like it represents us, you know?
0: But I think in South Africa, there could have been a difference. You remember when they had Apartheid, Mm -hmm. where maybe... Africans were not even given the opportunity to be on the team. Mm-hmm. But in this case, the French have a chance. They have an opportunity to be on the national team. They're just not good enough to okay, be so let Okay, so let me ask you heard, a question. Had, mm-hmm.
1: So, uh, let's say Uganda fielded a cricket team.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And all of the players representing Uganda were of Indian origin. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, India and uh, cricket.
0: masters in cricket.
1: And Let's say, for the sake of argument, that it so happens that all of the Indian players on our cricket team are better than all of the Ugandan players. As a Ugandan, how would you feel about that? Like, let's be honest. Like,
0: no, I would feel unrepresented. Guy... <laughs> you feel like I would man. <laughs> feel unrepresented, but still, I would ask, what was the selection like? Did Ugandans get an equal chance? Did they fail at the? What, what do they call them? Like cutoffs or something? Okay, so like you're that saying join the you're, team? you're saying
1: that in 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 this hypothetical scenario, yes. If all of the players were gauged uh, on merit yes. and performance, and mm. it so happened that the Indian players or the ethnic Indian players were the best suited, the best qualified, and the most talented, you would be happy with our national team being comprised entirely of them
0: as long as it's on merit i would be okay you remember in olympics we had that um british is it british no she was half american and half ugandan actually not half she was born in uganda but she's american right Mm -hmm. catherine um noble Mm -hmm. she represented us on the rowing team she was white and we we're all on we were all I was going to say happy. Uganda, oh yeah. <laughs> yes, we supported her because she was representing our oh. country and at the time she but was let's, the
1: best. Let's let's be real. Uh honestly and and this is not like I'm not even saying you shouldn't do this or should not. I'm just saying that just from an emotional level. <laughs> you feel a disconnect. Let's no, be real.
0: I, I know. Feel I, a disconnect. I, I know what you're saying and I hear you. But I'm also like, we are living in a world where we are always pushing for credibility. We are always pushing for merit. And if people like the French team, the Africans on the French team, if they got onto that team on merit, then I don't see why we should question it. But I should be saying maybe the French people need to, you know, you, they need to get information. You cannot let your entire okay, national so team a, be overtaken by foreigners. <laughs> so is this a
1: radical position to think, okay, you know what? We might as well be the worst team on the planet, but, but let's, it oh, represents
0: <laughs> us. <laughs> That's
1: radical. So that we force ourselves to grow and be better, to become more competitive rather than just inviting people. Uh, you know, from other cultures offering that. And sometimes countries do this. They will say, hey, if you run for us, we'll give you citizenship. Mm. If you represent our country, we'll give you citizenship. Even
0: our Ugandan runners have been approached, were approached in the recent Olympics. by do some see, countries. But do you see <laughs> my point? <laughs> <I> <laughs> do you, I know, do you see my you point? See, so if uh, Kip
1: Rotich uh, uh, obtained Chinese citizenship and represented China in the Olympic marathon, would you say that's a win for China? <laughs> 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 really?
0: So you, you see, it's hard to, you know, it's hard to win this because at the end of the day, once you give someone a passport, well, some of these people migrated to France when they were younger, right? Of course. And then they joined. Some were the nat- born there. Some were sure. born there, mm. and by virtue of that, they become French citizens. Mm-hmm. So you can now not start saying, "Ah, uh, because you're black, but you are born here." Yet your laws, national laws, say that once you're born here or you migrate here, live here for a given period of time, you're French. Then you cannot start saying, "But because of the color of your skin, you cannot be on this team."
1: Okay, so I was born in Japan. Uh, But I do not have citizenship. Japan does not grant birthright citizenship. So just being born in Japan doesn't make you a citizen. Mm. But what I like about Japan and its policy is Japan remains Japan. okay, Culturally and ethnically homogenous. And that's a beautiful thing. To me, I like it that Japan is like that. And I'm happy to not be a Japanese citizen. I want to visit Japan and go there and it's just Japanese people. Most if I want Asian... to interact with Africans or Arabs, I know where to find them. Most... I don't need to find them when I go to Japan, <laughs> unless they're also there uh, in a temporary capacity. Or... But not to the level where their cultures are starting to impose on the Japanese culture mm-hmm. and are forcing it to change, is what I'm saying.
0: Most Asian countries have actually maintained that. Asian Middle Eastern countries, like you can't get Dubai citizenship. You
1: mm-hmm. will work
0: there. You will live there. But you cannot become a citizen. Maybe if you marry there, I'm not sure. But for most of those countries, you're a visitor, you're a worker, you're not a citizen. But for the whites, I don't know how they started this whole uh, citizenship thing. I think it was like guilt after colonizing <laughs> us. Maybe. And they're like, maybe let's give back. Because that's how they started taking our forefathers to their universities.
1: Yeah. Uh, and you know what? Just you wait. Because what's happening is, in a lot of uh, these uh, developed countries, uh, many of the uh, people there are wanting to come to third world countries. There are many expatriates who work in third world countries, who work in Uganda even, who now want to live in Uganda. Mm. Uh, And uh, in case you're the kind of person that thinks that, you know, um, oh, you should be able to travel to Europe and take your culture there and they should accept you and everything, time will come when we shall also be dealing with a huge volume of uh, expatriates Mm. coming into our countries wishing to buy land wishing to develop and because they're more economically prosperous you could very easily end up with a very serious uh, class divide uh, as you might see in places like kenya
0: i think we already have it okay you know so you will
1: have certain no-go areas Uh for certain places where africans won't be going and then you will start complaining do you know what you will say you are in Africa. When you are in Africa, we do things the African way. But wait a minute. How come when you go to France, you want them to do things your way? But or I mean, accept your no, way? No,
0: actually, when they are in France, they will do the French things the French way. But then they will retain some sense of you know um, belonging to where they come from. And we already have that here. We have the Indians. I believe when they came to Uganda back in the day, they came as expatriates. And today, there are places you won't go to because they are for Indians.
1: You see? (laughs) And so, uh, what if... Uh, a French person believes that hey I wish for my France to remain France then
0: just stop admitting <laughs> immigrants that's all but you can't do that
1: well clearly not enough people in <laughs> France think that otherwise Marine Le Pen would have won the election
0: <laughs> and her father before that
1: so, <laughs> so it looks like yeah France is set to change its uh, cultural social and ethnic uh, you know uh, composition and you know uh,
0: in France it looks
1: like the march towards that is uh, not going to end anytime soon <laughs>
0: Yeah, and you know in France, unlike in the United States where you say African-American, Italian-American, in France, once you have citizenship, you're French.
1: You're French. That's it. Okay. (laughs) Well, uh, you're listening to the Fat Boy Show. To the people of France viva la france uh, may uh, macron do a good job for the next uh, however many years he's going to be president uh, in the meantime i'll stop making fun of his
0: uh, wife
1: <laughs> ancient <laughs> wife.
0: come on you're also <laughs> ancient
1: <laughs> that's true but that's anyway, true with
0: that woman eh, eh, dreams come true
1: stick around more great music sarah's coming in to tell us what's popping